What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus Alobi here, bringing you another episode of Conscious Conversations with Lo. And like every episode that you've heard thus far, I am so excited because my soul sister is on here with me today. And we are talking about such a deep, deep topic and something that I feel is a bit taboo amongst like Black women. And it's separation and sisterhood. Like when we have friend breakups, like what does that even mean? And like, how do I get past it? What do I do? We're going to talk about all those things. But before before we do that, I'm going to tell you more about my guest, Sky Brittany, okay? Sky Brittany is a spiritual and holistic wellness energy practitioner based in BK, New York, Brooklyn. Stand up. What's up? Sky is the owner of De La Hippie, an apothecary and botanica that provides services and products for those looking to dive deeper into mind, body, and soul care while amplifying the magic within. She's talking to you directly, okay, Wolves? Sky has come into my life and it has just become even more beautiful. She has helped me heal through a few of the relationships that I've had to have a separation in. And her presence being in my life has allowed me to just feel supported, feel seen, feel safe cherished relationships that I have in my life right now so without further ado baby boo what's up sky hey first of all the introduction got me feeling myself yes <laughs> I am so excited about this conversation first off wolves I'm gonna be fully transparent me and sky just had a whole conversation before even recording this because we talk all the time <laughs> right but that's our business okay <laughs> But again, I have Sky on here because truly she is an authority when it comes to just like self-care. Uh, and she reminds me all the time of like things that I forget on your journey. So first, before we get into this amazing topic for the Sisterhood Series Month, how did we meet? I feel like we talked about this, but I legitimately forgot. Yeah, I feel like our stories kind of like conflict because right. I'm, <laughs> I'm like... certain that we met in the best month of the year, which is October. October. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. we met around that time, and I think that you think we met earlier. But I'm sure I we swear met. we did. I could have swore it was warm. No, I'm I'm almost certain what? that it was in October. It was our birthday month, and we met through she who shall not be named. Uh, yes, yes. Yes. but that is how we met I promise it was an event that person was hosting, and we clicked automatically. Oh my god. I don't know and you why, know why? You think it was warm, but it was the best month of the year. That's what I know. I sure. don't know why I think <laughs> that either, but like I really feel like it was warm. Maybe it's because I just felt warm, like meeting like a kid. I don't know. Because well, I'm just like, I really don't remember babies. when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> but I know ever since we met, it's just been like, oh, okay, that's my friend. For sure, like, definitely. It's very simple. Like we go to each other's. When I say like support system for real, for real, like Sky has been to all of my events. I have yes, been to all of all Sky's stuff. events. Yes. <laughs> like, we play no games. Like, we're always, I'm there for setup. I'm there for cleanup. Yes. I'm there for scheduling, like, whatever it is. Because, I one, I really believe in Sky as a person. But her company is so incredible. And there's so much healing that she provides for Black women who I, too, service. It just it just makes sense. Thank you. Logistically yeah. smart to do, you know? The, the, the coming together of our sisterhood was just so authentic and just so it just felt normal it felt like like this was just how it was supposed to be and Mm -hmm. it was really something that like I asked for like I just remember that time being a time where I said 
I want, and this is so funny because this is not even like, I wasn't even thinking of this conversation. I literally asked for friendships like yours and you, you literally mm-hmm. just came into my life and I was just like, oh, all I got to do is ask? Okay. Girl, well, girl, girl. Receive. I'm here for Run. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel the exact same way. You came into my life at like a turning point because I was literally releasing a 20 year friendship mm-hmm. And then I was, I ended up being broken up with, with one of my other friends who had the same first name as you. Mm -hmm. And it was just so funny because I remember being so sad about it because she had essentially sided with my, honestly, I felt very shaky in my friendships. I felt like they were all falling apart. And it was a lot for me because my friendships were like 10, 15, 20 years old. So to have them fall apart the way that they were doing in that moment was a lot for me. But then meeting you was kind of like a soothing sensation because we just clicked so well. And I was just like, well, it, it was maybe, working. Like, maybe, right. You feel me? Maybe they left so that this girl could appear. And here I am, sis. I'm right here. <laughs> and let's let's put it on the books that Sky's essence replaces three other people oh, that I were in my life. That. Okay. So, that. like, when I'm talking about like sisterhood, like this, it was important because I was going through a period of separation and it was a lot for me. And I honestly don't think that I would have gotten through it as well as I did if I didn't have your friendship because your friendship brought me Irene. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm forever. Like, it's just so good for me in that sense. And then my side, it was more so of me, like setting these boundaries with my friends and actually holding them accountable. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. listen, you guys are not showing up for me the way that I show up for you you guys don't pour into me the way that I pour into you and I'm over it. And that's, mm-hmm. I started to also distance myself from those friendships. And I literally just started to ask for the friendships that I wanted, like people that poured into me and showed up for me and showed me love and really cared about me and checked in and just went all out because that is the type of person I am. And I, I cry for months on top of months, mm-hmm. on top of months because these are friendships that I hold I hold near and dare. And just like you, you know, they were 10, 15, 20 years and mm-hmm. they were just so unfulfilling. And I had to take a step back and say like, okay, this is not serving me, but also I need to serve me first. So what is it that mm. I need? What is it that I want? And I literally had a deep conversation with the most high. And I said, these are the friendships that I want. And literally you came into my life that same year, earlier that year, I met Irene um that mm. same year I met Shovo you know what I'm saying so mm. like I literally show show right I literally asked and these people just kind of started trickling into my life and it was it's been lit ever since honestly uh shout out the collective <laughs> right? yo Shavante it's so funny because Shavante and I I think we knew each other when we were in high school, but we were we were two different people. Right. Um, so <laughs> meeting through you was a lot better. Uh, high school was trash, but that's not the point. Right. <laughs> okay, so in listening to what you're saying, I actually wanted to start off with this question first before we get into like, what does separation mean? I know it's a little bit backwards, but I feel like, cause you already touched on this. Like, how do we know when separation is coming up in our friendships? And I feel like you touched on it of you feeling unfulfilled. Cause for me, I didn't, I guess I also felt unfulfilled, but I was frustrated. I felt like every conversation was an argument with this girl. And I was like, look, this is insane because all of my energy is being poured into you and me like trying to combat like your own personal issues and demons. Mm -hmm. 
this is not an actual friendship. Essentially, I'm just counseling you the entire time. And you're like fighting me on that counsel, that counseling. And then we're just like, we get tired and we just try again the next day. Right. It felt very um, abusive and toxic. Mm-hmm. And I had to be honest in the fact that you can have an abusive friendship. Please don't think that it's only romantically related. You can have a friend that is um, abusing you or uh, taking advantage of you. Yeah, when I think of when I think of that, I automatically think of one definitely feeling unfulfilled, um, mm-hmm. feeling unsupported, especially as an entrepreneur and as a business owner. That was something that was really, really huge for me because that mm. was around that time that we met. That was the time that I was really diving into my business and I was saying like, "This is my all. This is it." Um, and I mm. really lacked the support from the people that were essentially supposed to be my support system, feeling unheard, kind of the same thing with you, just kind of every time we talked, there clearly wasn't any alignment, like we weren't seeing eye to eye, it was always kind of ending in frustration, it was always me ending with like, you guys don't, like at the end of the day, you guys do not show up for me the way that I show up for you, especially Mm. as my chosen family, right? Like I'm someone Mm. that is not super Mm. close to the family that God gave me, right? So I'm super, super, super intentional um, about my chosen family. I show up 10 times harder probably for my chosen family Mm -hmm. because they're the ones that I intentionally chose. And so Mm -hmm. to feel that love and energy not being poured back in that is definitely how I knew like okay something has to change like something has to change wow that was a whole word especially (laughs) the chosen family thing that just like hit a nerve for me because like yeah like y'all are my sisters like I already tell you all the time that you're like my younger sister like 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 it is you like I you can't tell me like in my heart I just that's just what it is, you know, like that's my divine truth. Um, and having that type of like chosen family, I just love that chosen family. Like, yeah, like it was intentional. Yeah, this was intentional. So when you're, when you're putting your intention and your energy and your love into something and it's not being fulfilled, it's, it's like a different level of heartbreak. It's like, you really Mm -hmm. don't see me and the energy that I'm putting into this relationship. And yeah, kind of like we spoke about, um, off the record is just you know like it it hurts even more than like a romantic relationship it does because it fucking yeah this is like (laughs) i don't know it's kind of unexplainable almost Mm -hmm. like a sisterhood is there there is romance right and there is there is family and there is like there's just like love of like Mm -hmm. all different types it's a different intimacy yeah like yeah there's just so much and so to not feel seen and supported and or to feel safe in those relationships is like oh. another level of like shit like yeah fuck. like shit is probably the best word yes like. no for real I mean because we were talking about this in the conversation before y'all uh we were just saying I was telling her that in some ways my losing my um releasing my best I don't say losing like releasing because it wasn't an it had to be an intentional act because we had been friends since we were three and I'm 30 now and that happened like my mid-20s so I had to be very intentional and also aware of like the consequences that come with like releasing your childhood best friend because it wasn't just me being like hey you can't be in my life anymore it was also me having to explain to my mom that we were no longer friends 
who she actually got it pretty quickly because moms peep game i don't care where you're at with your mom in the relationship like moms be knowing Fact. they know they know that they know this like my mom that. knew she was waiting <laughs> for me you know what i mean yep. so besides my mother but like i have to explain to my boyfriend what happened who also kind of knew too you know boyfriends be knowing too though partners partners be knowing yes. I'm not lie to you partners be knowing yes i feel like he definitely was like mm. besides you yeah for the most part (laughs) yes and in this in this i will definitely say too because after going through you know having had the conversation with gary then talking to my family members because again this was a person that like all holidays we spent together like she came to my family reunion they knew her since she was three so like even having to be like hey i know you've developed this relationship with this woman but and i think i had this conversation with you before sky because i was actually very conflicted and torn because when I was having this separation happen in my sisterhood mm-hmm. I had a lot of people in my life who knew me first mm-hmm. who were like okay but why like you know like but we want to keep her and like can't you figure it out can't you make it work and I I got to the point where I, I think I was telling you like I was so angry because I was like do you understand how hard of a decision this was for me to make mm-hmm. to for me to release a friend of over 20 years someone that I grew up and I loved do you understand that this wasn't, you know, I'm not an irrational person. Like, it's not in my behavior to just make snap decisions. Right. Like, people know that I think and I plan through everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't need you to ask me if it can be, like, if I'm telling you this is what it is, I just need you to respect that. I just that. I get that it makes you uncomfortable. Yes. But I need you to respect it. But because also, this, is not, this isn't about you. And you don't get to ask me that. Like, it was so, and that's something that, that you taught me, though. is a privilege. Access to me is a privilege don't get it confused don't get privilege mm. confused with like authority like let's not mm. do that i like clarity you know what i'm saying i like people yeah. to be clear with me and i'm also a very blunt person i'm very kind of matter of fact in a lot of situations yes i'm emotional i'm a libra can't help it but i'm mm-hmm. also a very logical person i'm also someone mm-hmm. that is able to see multiple perspectives and multiple sides to things and what I don't tolerate is I don't tolerate victimhood and in the Mm, two friendships that like that I kind of released it was really kind of just about on their side them playing victim like it's always I'm doing something to them and never Mm -hmm. what could I have done in this situation to have brought about this how Mm -hmm. how is her reaction like, what is her reaction to me doing? Like, what did I do in the situation to make her react in that way? Mm-hmm. You know, it was always very much just like, Sky's just mean, Sky's mm-hmm. this, Sky's just irrational. And it's like, no. Like, and I, there was a point where I literally started to think like, maybe I am doing too much. Maybe I am over mm-hmm. And so I really, one, sat with myself and I'm like, first of all, no, you're not. You're not overreacting. What you're thinking is very logical. You're making sense don't let anyone kind of downplay your thought process that's one and two Mm -hmm. having a conversation like with my other good friends and like kind of laying it out to them and some of those friends knowing both sides and saying okay yeah no that person is bugging victimhood is not the way to go like Mm -hmm. what do you what do you gain from that you gain this faux sympathy from others and Mm -hmm. you kind of build like this faux community on faux sympathy that's not that's that's not sustainable that's not sustainable it's also just not, it's not honorable. That's that's Definitely. really what I feel personally, because it was like seeing her kind of weave this, like, it was even now it's like where my uncle who was there for my birth, I had to like have a conversation with him and be like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, 
why are you even saying these things to me? And he's like, well, you know, I spoke to her and this is what she said that happened. Like that essentially like you ghosted her. She has no idea what happened. I'm like, we had a three hour conversation about her behavior Mm -hmm. and her saying that she would change, but that she never did. Mm -hmm. So like, it was a lot of that. And it was a lot of me feeling like this, I'm feeling angry because you're not even trying to be um, respectable and because you're relying on your victimhood just so kind of, heavily. Just kind of hearing you say that also just kind of brings me back to what we were speaking about earlier, which is like holding yourself accountable and holding these people accountable as well. You're yep. taking it as me ghosting you. But if I've laid down what my boundaries and triggers are for years and mm-hmm. you have intentionally chose to cross those boundaries and triggers and ignore them mm-hmm. and ignore them. If I've told you how I best receive love and you have chosen to intentionally ignore that, if I have mm-hmm. told you what triggers me, what doesn't feel good to my mind, body, and soul, and you intentionally do those things, mm. you cannot be surprised when I say this friendship is no longer a friendship that serves me. This is no longer a friendship that I can thrive in. This is mm-hmm. no longer a friendship that I well, can survive in either because at some point, you have to choose yourself. You yeah. have to choose yourself. Every yeah. single step that you take in your journey, you have to make a conscious and intentional decision to choose yourself, to show up for yourself, especially when you're not feeling safe, supported, and seen in the communities mm. and relationships that you're in. You have to choose yourself. You have to. Yes, 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 yes to all of that. Well, I really hope that you guys are taking notes. I usually say this in the beginning of the episode, grab your pens and papers and jot down the gems because they will be dropped, honey. And I want y'all to make a beautiful (laughs) necklace out of them, okay? (laughs) Because this is a very, this is a very deep conversation. And I, this is a safe space. This podcast is a safe space. These episodes, these conscious conversations with these experts in their fields, this is your chance to unpack. This is your chance to like write down what's triggering you. Maybe in this moment, you're also thinking about a friendship that either you were let go from or you had to let go of. Write that shit down. Mm-hmm. Come back to it after the episode and really sit with it because it's there and it's coming up for a reason because you now have verbiage you now have language you now have um information that can prepare you to dissolve that situation that's been lingering within you so please take the time to do that because i want y'all hit me up in the dms like (laughs) why you ain't tell me anything in the beginning okay we should know by now right (laughs) okay okay so what i did want to speak on too what we can get from separation. Hopefully you guys understand we're talking about separation. We're meaning a friendship breakup. If it wasn't clear by our stories and our examples, let me clarify that for you in this moment. This is a breakup with a friend. This is a platonic relationship that has to come to an end. Right. That's a separation within your sisterhood. So now what can we get from the separation? Like what, what benefits us from the separation? I guess I would say. My kind of first thing and really the core of it for me is letting go to receive right Mm. so for me separation and letting go what doesn't serve me gives Mm -hmm. way for me to receive what it is that I need especially in relationships and for me journeying through those relationships that I've lost that's what I found solace in right like Mm -hmm. I was able to release these friendships in the same right I was able to ask the divine for the friendships that I desired And because Mm -hmm. those friendships were no longer in my life, the divine was able to give me the friendships that I was asking for. And that's really what it comes down to at at its core is letting go to receive. 
I agree. Because I was going to say my my biggest takeaway from separation is space. Mm -hmm. And it's for those exact same reasons. Mm -hmm. It's just because I was able to breathe. I also, when you have friendships for that long, or when you have such deeply and like impactful relationships where if someone sees you, they see the other person. Where like Mm -hmm. people confuse your names kind of with friendships is what I'm talking about specifically. Mm -hmm. You can somehow lose your identity in it. Mm -hmm. I was a very, I was very fortunate to like really know, know, know myself my entire life. But my ex-best friend really had a hard time identifying herself. Mm -hmm. And that was one of our challenges was the fact that she would always feel like she was living in my shadow as opposed to just living her own life. And not being worried about that, right? Because we have different personalities. Um, And also understanding that like you're in my life because I chose you, because I love you, because I see value in you. And I think that you're worthy. And unfortunately, that never came across. So space, hopefully, I know on my end, it's allowed me to be like, this is who I am, who I am, who I am. And I'm okay with all of me alone standing on my own but I also am like Skylo and Lowski mm-hmm. which is like what me and Sky right? call each other like I can still attach myself right, to those right. healthy relationships but space gives me that opportunity to do that and I'm hoping that that's something that she was able to receive receive on her end because that was a big issue which is being together all the time and not being able to like see herself as herself I love that and I definitely want to piggyback off of that just by saying it also gave me like you said the space but the space to like rely on myself Mm -hmm. so a lot of times in my relationships Mm. this is something that I'm still kind of working through and journeying through um I seek validation from my loved ones right like I Mm -hmm. because I crave I crave like the support and the safetyness of my loved ones of that chosen family for the reason Mm -hmm. I listed before those those breakups they gave me the opportunity to find validation within myself like okay you don't need this person to say that you are worthy in order to be worthy you Mm -hmm. are worthy simply because you are you are worthy simply because you exist you are Mm -hmm. magical you are majestic you are ethereal you are amazing those breakups gave me that space to kind of look at myself in the divine light that I was always in but Mm. sometimes unable to see so yeah that I love that space part. That was, that was nice. I like that. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, I'll be doing stuff or whatever as a practitioner or whatever. Okay. okay. <laughs> but yes, we wanted to have this conversation because again, the month of February's theme is sisterhood. And I feel like a lot of times we have conversations like you'll probably hear on this podcast of like how we come together, but we never really talk about the fact that we may fall apart, even though you want your friendships to last your entire lifetime, they may not physically do that, right? Because at the end of the day, the good times that I've had with my friends who were were no longer friends, I can still cherish those moments, Mm -hmm. right? I can still look fondly on them if I choose to. If it's not for you, if you're not in that space, don't press yourself to do that because that can be very confusing. Like in the the freshness of a breakup, because it can make you want to go back to a situation and be like, can we try again? Right. But you have to, like um, Sky said, take responsibility mm-hmm. and really ask yourself, like, why are you going back to this friendship? Mm-hmm. What are you gaining from this friendship? Because something that I say, and I know it rubs a lot of people the wrong way, and that's something for you to unpack. But I always say your friendships, all relationships should be beneficial to you. Always. I don't understand always. why they wouldn't be always they should be beneficial to you whether it be mind body soul there in some capacity there has to be an energy exchange that makes sense everything is energy right 
So there has to be some type of exchange where I'm giving something to you that is elevating you in some part of your life. And you have to be giving something equally back to me that is elevating me in some part of my life. This cannot be a 40, 60 or a 20, 80 or mm-hmm. even a 50, 50, right? It has it to, to be, be 100, 100, 100. Period. Uh, yes. Period. Yes. That's really what it comes down to. And if it's anything less than 100, 100, then that You means- need to pay me. <laughs> Because for me, you're not a friend then. You're a client. Okay, like, I wasn't so going to say like... pay me. I was going to say I need to release you. But also, as practitioners, please pay us. And that's just all I'm at. When I tell you the <laughs> amount of hours spent counseling, spent doing energy work and healing and prayer and all these different modalities to, like, help this person... And then for me to sit and really reflect and be like, oh, my God, I've gained nothing from this. It's also a violation of my energy. Right. And you know what? And if you just bring it down to, like, the basis, right? The basic. Mm. All Mm -hmm. the love. Mm -hmm. Do not get that back. It's like, like, (laughs) to me, me, I I used to read it as disrespectful. Like, you don't respect me as a person. You don't respect me as a person because I'm because if you my- did, you would do more. Right. And that's and that's mm-hmm. my thing. Right. We, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of times in our journeys and this may be off on a tangent. So forgive me if it is. I feel like a lot of times in our journeys, we kind of stop at like awareness. Right. So they in, mm-hmm. in my relationships. He would be like, oh, yeah, I'm aware of it. I'm sorry. That doesn't it's do like, anything. Don't, don't, uh, right. Like oh, after God. you're aware, <laughs> if you don't do action to change what is mm-hmm. happening between us, that means that you don't care. That means you don't mm-hmm. respect me. I don't tolerate disrespect. You got to go. That is a freaking gem if I've ever heard one. Because when <laughs> that's I say that's what it is, that's it literally it is. is that. It's just like, what makes you think? And then, you know, what's hilarious is when they're like, I'm aware and they're not taking action, but then they're quick to call out other people in your life and be like, uh, uh-uh, what are they doing over there? It's like, well, right. what are you doing what are you over here doing? though? Exactly. <laughs> like, That's my, that, that is my this thing. Is. It's like, don't disrespect me because now, now mm-hmm. I feel some type of way. You gotta Cause then that makes me feel, feel like right. you think I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's what it makes yes. me feel like. Yes. 100%. Like, like you you're like trying to me. outsmart me. Like, oh, I don't have to do enough in this relationship because, you know, like, Lotus will overcompensate or Sky will overcompensate. Right. It's just kind of like, you and get to a, a point time, where you're like, no. For a long time, I did overcompensate. Same. That is what I, that's kind of what I knew how to do. A hundred percent. both the family that God gave me and in my chosen, and in my chosen family, it's kind of just what people knew me for. Like, it's all right. At the end of the day, Sky got it. And it's like, you know You knew what? how to carry the weight. That's yeah. what it was. And it's like, as a matter of fact, today... Sky does not have it. Y'all got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't got it today. She don't got it worth a damn. Y'all got to figure it out. Y'all got to figure and it out. And I actually <laughs> want to talk about that because I feel like I want to say two things. First thing is, this is not a bath session. So if anyone's internalizing it that way, figure out why that's happening for you because that's strange. <laughs> that's but hilarious. <laughs> because it's just like, because some people get like really antsy about these conversations. Mm-hmm. But I do want to also say that I take full responsibility for my actions and I am fully aware mm-hmm. of the fact that I enabled this woman mm-hmm. for a long period of time in our friendship. That mm-hmm. I carried her weight and something that I learned from my friend Corinne, shout out Corinne Shakti Bar, mm-hmm. she taught me this um, understanding. I was doing the emotional labor for mm-hmm. her in our relationship right. because I knew how to. Right. And because I kept doing that for her, I in turn did not give her a chance to strengthen and build right. up that muscle to do her own work. 
So in that same sense of what Sky is speaking about, of like, okay, you have awareness, now take action. For me and the, the relationship that I had to end, it was, she had all the awareness in the world. And the reason why we kept coming back to our friendship was because she knew exactly what to say. Yep. You know, I, I don't play around when I say this, like a lot of my, almost, no, all of my friends are smarter than me. I, and I'm, and I proudly say that like a badge of honor, because like, I am literally always in a dope ass room or a dope ass situation because of the friends in my life. Um, she was brilliant and she knew the words to say to make me think that we could change to make me think that we could get past it and I would be cared for in the the furthering of our friendship Mm -hmm. but then when I really sat back and reflected on it I just did the work for her and that was kind of how we worked when we were younger too right because when you're younger you're still developing yourself you're not your you know you're you're still understanding and, and unlearning and unraveling so there were things that she just was not able to do whether it was energetic whatever it was I picked up that slack for her that part I feel and I resonate with so deeply because one of those friendships, I can definitely say the exact mm-hmm. thing, the exact same. And that's also coupled with that kind of victimhood mentality, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm always victim. It's always me. You're such a bad person. You're so blunt and so mean. But mm-hmm. also, you know, I could never go on like this. And mm-hmm. can you please just help me? And it's just like, also, again, just that's where kind of accountability comes into because I was not holding myself accountable and my boundaries right. were so weak because in an yep. instance, I would be all talk and all game. I'm not going to talk to that person ever again. And then they would come with that story and I'd be like, you know what? Damn. She had a hard life. She went mm-hmm. through this. She had yes. that. She went and that's this. the thing that's different than it is yep. like with your partner because mm-hmm. you know your friend's life like it's mm-hmm. your own. So you can yep. literally talk yourself into going back to something that is so unhealthy for you yep. because you know that they went through shit. You were there. You were holding them when they were crying. Like it's a different level of intimacy. It, it truly We are talking about sisterhood. And at that point with that particular friendship, I just remember even kind of up until recently to be honest just kind of like damn maybe maybe I am the messed up person in this situation Mm -hmm. maybe I did really maybe I did overreact maybe Mm -hmm. he is just going through something in this moment maybe 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 and then you really have to snap out of it and you have to say listen every single person on this earth is going through something some shit some real shit every single person is going through something and just because Mm -hmm. you are going through something whether it be different bigger smaller whatever the case is it does not give you the license to one either not show up or two to not show up as your best most authentic self in a relationship where you know the other person is doing the same right a hundred percent unless unless it's something where you're literally again being verbal about it you're being clear about it but if if that's not the case there's no reason and excuse for you to either one play victim or to to just be an all right like sucky person like mm-hmm. for lack of a better term for lack mm-hmm. of sounding like super intelligent right now just there's no reason <laughs> to be a sucky person you know period and no. yeah that's one period and that's so important too because victim victimhood is is a big thing we'll probably honestly bring sky back on for that because <laughs> in itself that's the thing right because usually within a relationship it's either victimhood or someone's being bullied it's, it's usually one or the other because there's a struggle for power and the only reason why you guys get into moments of arguments is because the power has been shifted so heavily mm-hmm. because in relationships especially in friendships there's always a there's always a dominant energy right there's always someone where it's like 
the top person and the person underneath supporting, right? That's just the dynamic of all relationships. When you're in a healthy one, that position of power sways back and forth effortlessly, right? When you're not in a healthy relationship, you find yourself always being the one, like for me, and I can always speak from my my own personal Mm -hmm. um, experience with my friendship, I was always like, oh yeah, it's Lotus and -and so-and-so, right? Mm -hmm. But for me and the relationship that I was in with her and that friendship, she was she was a brilliant person and honestly on an intimate level she completely took control of that relationship mm-hmm. despite what other people thought on the outside because of her her ability to play coy and, and play into her victimhood because that was what she was used to doing mm-hmm. and again this is a conversation that I've actually had with her prior to us ending our friendship she's fully aware of her behavior she understands her victimhood and it makes her feel powerful which is why she leans into it because it's the only thing that makes her feel safe Mm-hmm. So that may be someone who's experiencing victimhood. But for me, I was looking at as a bully of like, oh, well, you never really let her do what she wants to do. And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, I just, she said she wants to do this. Did she tell you she didn't want to do this? Because I'm only here because she wanted to be here. And just having to understand those two basic dynamics. And then when it transmutes into a healthy relationship, it's like, like I am Sky's biggest cheerleader. Besides probably mom, obviously, you know, she has people. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, Right. When she, when it's her event, when it's her thing, Sky, what you need me to do? Mm-hmm. You need me to sleep. You need me like whatever it is that she needs in that moment. I am in service to my friend, and I am wholeheartedly intentional about that act. And when it is my quote unquote turn, and there's something that I need help with, that I need her expertise with, Sky has no problem being my support. There yeah, is no ego in our relationship. Me and Sky share all, and this is also just like a little bonus tidbit for like my biz besties out there because. I recently saw this post about this girl um, who said that there's no such thing as biz besties and that it's very unhealthy to like tell someone your ideas because they could steal them. You could clearly see she's been through a lot of shit, right? Because that's just a really right. <laughs> poor point of view. But with me and Scott, first of all, me and Scott will have conversations where we are literally developing like the same fucking thing, but like it's literally a little different. And it has never been where... I'm like, oh my God, Sky, Sky has a skincare line now. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, Sky got a skincare line now? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm promote. It's, it's never that. And I feel like if you have a biz bestie and you're not able to share ideas, I want you to explore why. Mm-hmm. Because I'm here to tell you, like from experience, and she's on this uh, conversation with me to like attest to it. We have literally come up with like such similar things to the point where we usually just either collab together or... I've even literally done things where I'm just like, oh, well, I actually think that that's going to serve our community better. So like, let me just support that. And I'm going to put this on the back burner and not feel any way about it. Not feel like, damn, Sky came with another good one. Then No, like you should be (laughs) able to have deep, intimate conversations with the women in your life. And if you're not able to do that, why are they in your life? I agree. I 100, 100. Okay, well, so. We just kind of unpacked a lot of shit right now for you guys. Um, again, conscious conversations. Like we're here to dig beneath the surface and not just give like cutesy wootsy ideas and um, thoughts, but like really get you to peel back these layers and like have a conscious conversation with yourself about these topics. So what we're going to do now is just give some insight on like how you can heal through these uh, separations in your sisterhood and invite in right? Make space for those newer relationships to come into your life. Give yourself grace 
in the entire experience because it is going to be um, messy and annoying at times for sure, especially depending on how long and how impactful your friendship may have been and how intertwined your lives were. I know like for me, I think I ended that friendship when we had turned 26, right? I'm 30 and I can still have remnants of this girl in my life. And it just blows my mind. But again, when I put it in perspective of the fact that we were friends for like 24 years, it's not going to happen overnight. So you're going to need grace for that separation and definitely um, giving boundaries to your loved ones that they honor the fact that the separation is happening. And like Sky, I kind of want you to dive in on that part because you explained that so well. Yeah, so the boundaries thing, and it's it's just, it's so much more than just setting the boundaries with your loved ones, but really setting the boundaries with yourself. I feel mm-hmm. like for me, that's really where it comes down to. It's mm-hmm. like knowing that you are not going to accept these things moving forward and keeping true to that, holding yourself accountable and knowing that moving forward, this relationship is not one that's, that can kind of re-enter your life. And if it does, it cannot re-enter in the same way. Mm-hmm. And also letting, you know, their chosen family that you will choose in the future, um, the people that are coming into your life, letting them know, like, this is a hard no for me. Mm-hmm. If you cross this boundary, I will not hesitate to push you out of my life for the mm-hmm. reason that, again, you have to choose yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to choose yourself because at the end of the day, your mental sanity will, it has to come before these relationships. It mm-hmm. has and if the relationships are not serving you, they got to go. So definitely hold true to those boundaries. I love that. I love that you emphasize setting boundaries for yourself mm-hmm. because I think it gives a full um, experience. Because for me, I was able, that was actually the easiest part for me. Mm-hmm. Because I, but I, it, I had also gotten to that point where I was just like, like, hell no. Like, no, right. no. Like, because it's also an understanding of your worth and your value of like, mm-hmm. I refuse to let someone be that close to me. Who does not love me like, you know, like to the extent that I love. Just, no, I ahead. feel like that's so powerful because that part was the hardest part for me was mm. holding me with myself saying, you deserve more than this. You are worthy mm. of more than this. So when I got to the point where I was able to really look at myself and see myself as being worthy of better partnerships, better relationships in full capacity of what that even means. I was able to then receive those things, right? Like, mm. but holding that boundary with myself first, that was definitely the hardest but most rewarding part. Mm, I love that. And I feel like that's necessary because boundaries aren't just for other people, but they are for yourself as well. And boundaries that you can't cross and that you shouldn't cross because those boundaries honor your sacred space, right? Yeah. And then as in for other people, letting your loved ones know let them know like hey this is not a relationship that I want in my life anymore and also something that Sky actually taught me not having to go into detail about it because I didn't feel comfortable going into detail about it I didn't want to sit here and have to be like hey this girl was abusive to me for like the majority of our friendship because I also knew that they had an understanding and um, an experience with her and I didn't want to taint that despite what may have been said about me yeah you know what I mean like I didn't just because we didn't have a good experience doesn't mean that you guys may not. All I'm asking, though, is that you do not 
violate my boundaries. I don't, I, in this moment, it was, it was so fresh. Like I can't see it right now. I don't want to see her. I don't want to hear her name. If you guys go hang out, that's great. I don't really want to know. It was even down to the point where it was like, Hey, I had to start asking. And also I want to say this, like, this is you taking care of yourself first and foremost. I had to ask our mutual friends if she was going to like their events because I had to mentally prepare myself and choose to and decide that it was to a point where it was too hard for me. And I had to let them know like, Hey, I don't want you to have to pick between the two of us. I will graciously bow out and we can like hang out the day before or the day after, or I can see you before the event or after the event, but I can't put my, I can't willingly put myself into a space where I know that there's someone there who has done harm to me. Right. Whether it was on an emotional, physical, mental level, this woman has harmed me and I can't be in the vicinity with her because in all honesty, we really don't know how I'm going to show up. Right. And I also just kind of want to add to that too. Like if you are that friend on the outside, know that again, access to that information is a privilege because Mm. I can literally count. First of all, there was one friend where this friend wasn't at my birthday and the amount of people that felt entitled enough to hit me up and write me, people that I hadn't talked to in years, like, oh, I noticed she wasn't at your birthday. And? Okay, you should mind your business, right? Like, she's not at my birthday. That has nothing to do with you. Hello, good morning. How are you? How have you been? How about that, first and foremost? Mm. And then there was another friendship where this friend, I love her dearly, but she felt entitled to know the ins and outs of this particular relationship and that dynamic and I remember coming to you and I'm just like low this is this is aggravating Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like I have to tell her all of this information me and this girl has been friends since we were five I love you but I don't need to give you all of that information and you trying to rip it out of me that is causing me mental harm and at this point it's making me feel like I need to release you too like, yeah, you know on saying? some real so, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're that third party, if you like, just know that it is it is a privilege to know anything that you know about anyone in your life. That is a privilege, and to try to insert yourself in an entitled way is not okay. So just be mindful of that as well. Okay, I do <laughs> want to piggyback off of something that Sky just said um, before we wrap this up, and it was you being a third party. Let me let me explain something to you. Let's say Sky has a friendship with someone else, right? And then me and Sky have our friendship, right? And then I become friends with that mutual. We have a, now that mutual friend, right? I meet this person. We're cool. We link up. Let's name her Ashley, right? So Sky and Ashley are cool. They're cool AF. Love Ashley. She's so much fun, right? Then Ashley and I kind of become friends, right? But then Sky comes to me in a vulnerable state, saying that Ashley has disrespected her, that Ashley has made her feel unsafe. And that Ashley has not been a good friend to her, right? With that information, me being that third party, it is not my point of view and it's not my privilege to sit there and ask Sky for more detail so I can make better judgment of a situation that I'm not involved in. What mm-hmm. I'm supposed Amen. to do and what I should be doing as a good friend to Sky, because that is the initial friendship, is honoring whatever bounds she has set. And honestly, being that person and being like, hey, girl, is it is, you know, is, and depending on how close I am with Ashley, right? If I feel really, really close with Ashley, then I may want to ask guys, is it okay that I can continue this friendship? And yes, I think that that's an important thing. It's not about like, well, Sky doesn't owe me. Like, I, uh, no, it's like, I also don't want to sit here and 
especially if she's saying things, not like we had a falling out, we just mutually decided it wasn't working anymore, right? That's different. If someone is saying, I feel disrespected and I feel unsafe, please take that into heavy consideration that it would take so much for someone to have to say that about somebody they care about so deeply. Mm-hmm. Don't ask them questions to make them peel back on something that they may not, is still fresh for them. Yeah. Respect it and be like, okay, Sky, I heard you. What would you like me to do? How can I show up and support you in that moment? And that then part. have Sky be like, you know what? Honestly, if you can just give me some space between Ashley, I'd really appreciate that. So then for me, I know in upcoming situations, I'm not going to have Ashley there because it's going to, it's going to upset my friend. And I deeply care about Sky. I love Ashley. Ashley's dope. We have a good time, but Ashley's not my, that's not my boo. That's not my best friend. That's not, right. that's not the homie. Right. I think that's what it really comes down to is that third party just saying, how can I show up and support you? Mm-hmm. That um, in that example I just gave, that's what I was looking for from that friend. And instead I got, well, what did you do? What did she do? What happened? Tell me more. Tell me more. You have to- I hate that. Like, don't tell me to talk to her. Right. It's because like, I have. No. <laughs> you don't. Right. That way. And I was like, one, I've talked to this person before many times. And one, again, I don't even owe you this explanation. But two, it didn't go well. Mm-hmm. And three, mind your business. I'm coming to you with this information because, like you said, I'm in a vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that you get to now question me down about a situation and a friendship that goes beyond the length of hours times five yes exactly <laughs> like, you don't exactly do that your job here which would be my job if their roles were reversed is to say how can i show up and support you in this moment mm-hmm. what do you need and that's it that's it that's all you got to do yes i'm telling you guys I- Wolves, if you guys can just take some of these like gems that have been brought throughout this episode, it will help you so much in your relationships because it helps to make clearer boundaries. Um, And okay, so I also want to give an example for people who may want to continue that friendship, right? Because you may not want to end the friendship. I'm an I'm an old school kind of girl, right? If you mess with someone that I love, and if someone that I love comes to me and says that you've hurt them in some way, and now take this with context too, because when I'm talking about people that I love, the people that I love are extremely communicative. They are intelligent. They're not irrational. They check in with themselves. They do the shadow work before even expressing how they feel. So I'm talking about those type of friends. So if they say to me that you have harmed them in any way, I'm not fucking with you. It's not, I don't hate you. I don't wish you, I don't wish you um, ill. I don't hope to never see you. It's not, it's not that serious, but I'm gonna protect my friend. And if that means that I have to distance myself from you, so be it. I, that's who I am. That's how Lotus is, period. I don't play that. You can ask any of my friends. I, that person will easily be dropped as if they don't exist. Because if you're harming my friend, that's what's best for you. Because I don't want to sit here and have to keep seeing you, knowing that you're putting her through what you're putting her through. Because again, Lotus being a full-blown Scorpio son, I honestly cannot... I really wouldn't know what I would do in those situations. And it's honestly better for you that you don't exist in my world. But for those other friends where you're like, damn, like we all became like, for, for example, with my friendship, I had another friendship that I met in high school. We met when we were 14. I introduced her to my best friend, right? My childhood best friend when we were about 16 or 17. So we kind of grew up together. Right. When I had to dissolve my friendship with my, my friendship with uh, that was 20 plus years, and I had to have the conversation with our mutual best friend. Um, 
she wanted to keep the friendship. She was like, look, I'm like, that sucks that that happened to you with her, but like me and her are cool and I don't want to do that. And there are two things that happened in that moment. For me, I had to decide if I was going to be okay with that. And the truth is I really wasn't. And I mean, again, that friendship ended up dissolving anyway. So I trust your first gut intuition. Like the first feeling you feel is a feeling that you're feeling for a reason. I know that was a long sentence, but a very intentional one. Um, when she said that her response was like, well, you've both done things to each other. So, and I was just kind of like, how, how could you possibly have known that? And like, what an odd thing for you to say to me as I'm being so vulnerable with you about the fact that this person was actually abusing me. And like, I'm very intentional about my words. So I didn't say like, we fell out and it was sucked. I literally, because you're my best friend, I'm telling you, like, she was abusive mentally and emotionally to me. And your response is, well, you both did things. Right. Right. So that should have been a a key indicator for me that that probably is not someone that I should keep around me if that is her response. But again, as we're navigating sisterhood, shit can be so unclear. I didn't realize that until talking to Sky and talking to Precious and their responses were like, what? No, you you said abuse. It was to the point where like people were ready to roll up because they were like, you don't even use that word like that. that. Those are your friends. That's number one. But two, for that person you have to still be considerate. You still have to be like, okay, well, I know Lotus and so-and-so aren't friends anymore, but I also want to be both of their friends. That does mean you have to put in a little bit more work to make that happen. Understand what that means. There are consequences to every action. You choosing to be both of their friends, you're going to have to navigate what that looks like. And I strongly suggest asking them what they need from you and your, as to be a good friend to you and seeing if it aligns with what you want from the friendships. So if I'm saying I don't want to see so-and-so's face, but you want to post so-and-so all the time on like social media, that, you probably should let the friendship go. You should probably tell me like, hey, girl, I, I, these are, you told me this is what you need in order for you to feel like I'm being a good friend. I actually can't do this. Be honest. Be honest. Don't sit there and say yes and then slip up and have a moment because that shit hurts, Right. Just tell that person up front so they can start making space for new people to come into their life and so that you can enjoy the friendship that you chose. I think in that really? term, it's just really about just being clear and being honest as well. Because I don't, what I don't want to do is tell anybody who they can't and cannot be friends with, right? Like you have total autonomy over your life. Mm-hmm. You can do what you please. But if I'm telling you this is what I need and you're telling me that you cannot provide it, that's different from you telling me that you can provide it and then doing the total opposite, yep. right? Because at least if you're being honest, that leaves space for me to now say, okay, I can do one of two things. I can continue in this friendship where I know there'll be times where you'll do things that'll upset me by being friends with this person, mm-hmm. or I can totally let you go. But at least with your honesty, that is giving me the space to make the choice and not you make the choice for me. Yes. And I, and I feel I, like that's the big thing. I need to add on to that because I did have to ask friends to make a decision or I also graciously bowed out like, hey, mm-hmm. I know that I can't handle this. And I get that you want to be both of our friends. But to the capacity that you want to have this person in your life, it is harming me to see this person. So no, I don't want to be the person that says you can't be their friend if you're going to be my friend. But honestly speaking, on some real shit, it's not going to work out because I would either have to sit here and suppress what it is that I'm feeling and continue to be triggered and violated by their presence to accommodate you. 
Right. So you have to also be honest with yourself. And if you're saying, look, I can't have this friendship. If you're going to keep that friendship, that's just your truth in that moment. You may outgrow it. You may be able to come to peace with it later on. You may never come to peace with it, but honor what you're feeling. And that was something that I didn't do in the beginning because so many of my quote unquote friends were just like, oh, but we love her. And like, what happened? And it wasn't until, again, talking to those true friends, to my actual sisters and the beautiful thing is when you're honest with yourself, you don't even have to do that extra labor because my girlfriends, the ones that I have now in my life, their first response to me, Yvette was just kind of like, it's done. It's whatever. Right. You feel me? <laughs> and, and, and that's how I knew where I was at. I didn't have to sit there and have to make that statement of like, hey, Sky, you can't be so-and-so's friend because it's just too much for me. I didn't have to right. do that. Sky loves me enough to have seen that and be like, damn, this is going to hurt you if I maintain this yep. relationship with this person. I don't think that it's worth it. She's great, but we don't have that much relationship to continue on anyway. I wish her well. If I see her, I might say hi, it's whatever. But you are who I'm invested in. You are my sister. That shit is so important because it is the worst thing coming to your friends in such a vulnerable state and having to let go of something that you love and you've known and that has been a part of your identity for your entire life. And for them to sit there and say to you like, like, oh, well, um, I mean, I like her though. Okay. Do you love her? Cause you say you love me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, that part. Cause it, it does come down to that and it does get that real and that raw. And I just wanted to say that to my wolves because I know I'm not the only person that has gone through something like that. And I'm also able to admit the fact that that may not have been my best moment of saying, Hey, we can't, you can't be friends with this person, but it wasn't petty of me. It wasn't coming from a petty place. It was coming from a place of, I need to I can't fall this apart right now, right? <laughs> like, yes, this is what will help me to heal from this situation. Yeah. So check yourself and see where your intention is coming from when you, ha if you have to get to that point to say something as bold as that. Make sure that it's not coming from a place of pettiness and that it is coming from a place where you're like, if you're able to do this for me and support me this way as my friend, I'm going to be able to like really get some deep healing here because I'll right. feel safe enough to have you around me that part always that part everything should be done with intention i shame i shame all right wolves all right <laughs> um that was super deep okay but it was super yummy i really hope that you guys got a lot from it um sky is legitimately an incredible being of light please go and follow her on instagram at Dela hippie you guys always know go to the show notes i'll have her website up there i'll have her uh, Instagram up there. I'll also put up her email list because she does really amazing challenges every so often. And honestly, her emails are just so beautiful to read. They just make you feel so good. You're like, you. oh my God, hey, Sky, what you email me about? It's very cute. <laughs> I very I very much appreciate the energy and dedication she gives because, you know, like I said before, Sky really cares about Black women in particular. Like she cares about people, but Black yeah. women, that, that, that's her, that's her bread and butter. Women. That's my yeah. bread and butter. That's why we connect so well as well. Because we know that there's a lot of work to do in our sisterhood as Black women. Having these vulnerable conversations, um, educating each other on different spiritual modalities and how we can be our own healers, right? That's what Sky does. So if that's something that you're interested in, please go and follow her. And Sky, do you have anything you want to promote and say right now that I didn't touch on? I, I just love how this conversation is going. Like we're literally getting the fullness of each aspect. It's so exciting. Okay, sorry. That's just my practitioner <laughs> side, like keep peeping through. But something I want to say is being honest with yourself and 
the truth is Scott, like for me, Sky, like I had to be like, no, honestly, if you're going to be my friend, I would, and I had to be honest. And yes, I understood the fact of what it is I was asking for too. Again, honesty does not mean that it's all cute. <laughs> honesty is raw and it can be very ugly and it can be very unsettling and it can definitely trigger shadow work for you to do which I'm still doing when it comes to that concept you pretty much touched on it all so I'm appreciative be sure to follow me um, at De La Hippie be sure to shop the apothecary and botanica be sure to subscribe to my email list oh and i'll be launching services soon so be on the lookout for that yes okay a quick call to action um get on social and you know come at me and and i said at me not like come at me like don't it's not an invitation <laughs> to try me okay it's an invitation right. to connect via social media hands on the bottom let us know if you've had an experience like this and how you got through it, let us know, tag us, DM us, let us, we want to be there for you. Again, this is your chance to have a conscious conversation with us as um, professionals in our fields of wellness, which is black women wellness, of course, and different modalities, you know, Sky does crystal healing and sound healing and aromatherapy and sensual healing. Like there's, all the things she, she does all the things <laughs> i do all the things okay all things are done over here on this side okay in loba land and data hippie shout out hippie <laughs> wolves okay okay but definitely hit us up and let us know how this episode made you feel let us know if it was healing for you let us know if you want a part two um because we're down to make that happen for you wolves okay love you guys so very much as always if this episode has impacted you if it has inspired you if it has allowed you to access a new understanding of life please share the episode share 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 rate comment okay go on social media and say this episode was amazing i love this episode this helps me to be able to reach more wolves and we want to bring all of our lost wolves home back to lobo land so they can run free so they can get this spiritual and mental wellness and they can unlock and live their like best life that's really my goal with this podcast that's really my goal with inviting my closest friends onto these episodes these are women that i adore so me giving you guys access to them, show them love. Let her know that her words today have impacted you. Create that relationship with her as well so you have more access to more practitioners, okay? I love you to the moon, to the moon and back. I said to the woman back. I guess to the moon too. I don't know. <laughs> but I love you to the moon and back. And we are always together in moonlight. Bye, wolves. See you next episode. Mwah.